0: Welcome to the Before Midnight podcast, brought to you from the M Plus One Studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. My name is Brian. I'm your host today. Linda, my co-host, she couldn't be here. She's off doing Linda things. So you get me for a abridged version of the podcast. And it's a podcast where we recover multi-sport. If It has to do with swimming, biking, running. We'll, we'll probably talk about it at some point in time today. I was going to go over kind of how my training was going to kind of give you an update because we were, I had this really bad season so far when I got to the main base of my build, I fell off of a paddleboard, stand up paddleboard and gouged my foot, keeping me from training for probably three or four weeks. It was crazy. I decided that what I wanted to do was we're still going to race at the end of the year we're going to try something a little bit different we're going to focus on more intensity and less on the aerobic side of it because my races tend to be shorter races i'm doing olympic distance race in the next week so we were doing a little bit more intense a little bit less aerobic workouts but to give you an idea of how my training has been going (laughs) let's let's recap some of the eventful occurrences from the last week i'm in the pool get my 500 swim in kind of warm up i'm ready i'm like okay we're, we're in the last week or two here let's do a really hard set let's see how we're doing kind of in these last couple of weeks let's let's do a real hard set i'm, I'm getting ready i think i was going to do like six or eight 100s on a pretty aggressive interval really try to see what we can do the lifeguard's like, "Well, sorry, I'm going to have to have you get out of the pool. We are um I have to go and my uh, lifeguard replacement hasn't shown up. I talked to the manager of the pool and well, we're just going to shut down until the until either he can get here or the guard can get here. Here I am warmed up, ready to go. Have to get out. Uh, it was a day of the week where I usually run after I swim. I, I I just got out, went out and ran. I think I ran like seven miles, which is a long run for me. I'm I'm not a marathoner where I go out and run extremely long runs. I get back, I uh, jokingly complain with the manager because it's really nobody's fault. It's it's life. Life happens, and you have to laugh about it and joke about it. And, and I was joking about it in a in a fake complaining voice. He's like, well, you can get in there and swim now. And I'm like, well, I was probably going to try to swim. <laughs> I, I jump in and try to swim, and and I and I what I learned from that was there's a reason the swim is first and not last. <laughs> when your legs are tired, it's really hard to kick. When your legs are tired, it's really hard to push off the wall with any force at all. It, it was a very interesting experience, it, it, a very slow swimming experience, but it was a very interesting experience. <laughs> And if my woes weren't enough there, I uh, was going biking the last couple days. I'm out biking, minding my business. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of trying to do another hard set. Again, I'm really working on the intensity of it. And I'm really ramping up, going intense. And here comes this dog running out. It's a dog that's run out a few times before. It's not so bad when they come out from the side or the back. You can usually get around them. This one was out front. Got out in front of me, took me to the other side of the road. Nothing I could do. I had to slow down. Dang it, that dog just didn't come up and bite me. (laughs) I'm at the point where dogs are just a nuisance. They are. This is the fourth time I've been bitten by a dog. Twice it's been on the shoe, which didn't hurt. One was, I guess, a couple years ago now. A dog just... It was a similar type of situation where I got kind of stuck and couldn't go anywhere, and the dog bit the heck out of my ankle. This one took a big chunk out of my calf. (laughs) I'm, I'm, the worst part was the owners They don't do anything They just kind of sit there and watch I'm like dude your dog just bit me And they just kind of like look at me I'm like oh, okay Does the dog have it's shots Does it have it's rabies shots Yeah I'm like bleeding out my leg and I'm like okay um, Thanks for the apology <laughs> She's like well I'm really sorry But if, if as long as you stand there That dog is going to continue to bark I'm like okay I'm bleeding, I'm in a little bit of pain here, but the dog barking is what we really care about. Not you like showing any type of empathy for the fact that your dog just bit me while you were there, up there. You don't come down, you don't try to get the dog, nothing. We just stand there and look on. I was so mad. I was so, like, really? Your dog just bit me and you did absolutely nothing in the process. Unreal, unreal. I went ahead and continued my workout it was uh, it was a little painful uh, the blood stopped flowing after a little while and, you know, it was it is what it is there's a little bit of additional pain in that runic out I was uh, going pretty hard so the legs were screaming anyway well, what's a little more screaming I guess but oh wow that's kind of a recap of what my training's been like this year that kind of... Nice capsule of <laughs> the entire year so far of my training. Hilarious stuff. You no, know. as I was saying, one of the things that was made this kind of an interesting time, and why I wanted to kind of bring this back, was a discussion of load management. Generally, when we get into racing and we've had a downtime, like we're coming off the off season, we're coming off an injury we generally wanna head into what the coaches call a base period. And the base period is really a period where the intensity is more on the aerobic side of training and less on the more intense aspects. You always wanna have intense aspects in your training because it helps spur development. But in the base period, we want most of our training kind of in that aerobic. And really what we're trying to do is stress the body in a very controlled way with aerobic workouts its they're generally easier on the body they're easy to recover from it allows me to go out and train it allows me to let my body absorb a lot of that load in a very reasonable way in a way that the body can handle it the base period is anywhere from 6 to 12 weeks depending on what your season looks like and it allows you to kind of get your body used to a certain training load. Now that when I get into the season, like say for me, where I'm going to be doing a lot of harder workouts, uh, more threshold, more anaerobic stuff to get me ready to race for say a sprint or an Olympic distance race, my body is used to those stresses. Therefore, when I go out and really stress it hard, and these harder workouts are generally harder on the body, the body is able to absorb that stress a little bit easier and you're more uh, you're less likely to be injured in that situation. And what I've done is I've been like, well, I've been injured. I haven't been able to do much for a while. I decided to forgo the base. Now what I'm trying to do is use this higher threshold area, the anaerobic workouts, focus on that. And it's funny if you look at my Garmin, they track kind of your aerobic, your high um kind of your threshold and then the anaerobic section and my usually you, the aerobic section is the biggest and then your anaerobics and next and then lastly is the uh, anaerobic I, I you know w- w- as a distance athlete the anaerobic is important but it's not something you're going to spend a, a ton of time working uh, but i've kind of dumped that on the head the threshold is now much larger than my aerobic because most of my training is now at a higher threshold i'm I'm building up my load but instead of using aerobic to build up the load i'm using this threshold to build up the load and i'll be honest my body's now beginning to feel it there's a reason when i was talking about this weeks ago i'm like this is not how someone who's new to the sport wants to go into it because it's really hard on the body to go out and and just do nothing but harder workouts and, and do less of the easier workouts uh, and yeah, I'm paying the price I, I'm pretty much at the point where if I continued this it, it would probably result in an in injury fortunately my races are coming up next week I, I've been kind of fortunate in how I would that I was able to put this load on myself and uh, and get ready to race if I hadn't been training for years I, I don't know if I could have done this without injury for a lot of reasons one i i know kind of where the bodies at least for me where i can take myself to and, and be safe uh, so I've, I've been able to use that experience when racing to to manage this whole process but it's been kind of crazy um yeah I, we're heading into a race i i do feel pretty confident i've been able to do some harder workouts some some good intense long workouts uh, I feel good about potentially making it through this race because that's really going to be the question mark in in this is, okay, do I have the endurance to do a a two-and-a-half-hour race or two-hour and 25-minute race, however long it's going to take me to get done? And that's really the question mark. I I think I'm there, but probably won't know until race day. Uh, One of the things that happened, this is the race I did last year where I had a really good swim, got out biked hard, came in on the run, and just didn't have any pop. It was it ended up being a really slow run for me. I've I've generally been running my races around the 46-minute mark 10K. This was a race where I was at 50 minutes, a little over 50. I, I came off the bike and was running 5-minute Ks off the bat. At least I didn't slow down. I had good fitness. But I didn't have that pop on the run. My guess, because if I remember correctly, yeah, this was the race where I uh, my bike computer never was able to sync up with my power, and I had no idea what effort I was putting out on the bike. I'm pretty sure I I burned my legs on the bike and and came in and had nothing left for the run at least, no pop to have a good race. So, as we get looking into uh, the coming race here this week, you know, my goal is, again, to have a good swim. I've, I've really had a, a good year of swimming. I, I would really want to get out there, stay focused, have a good swim, really stay in the moment. I'm usually pretty good about that on the swim, and I, I look forward to you know trying again to have that good, focused swim. Uh, but the big thing I want to do is when I get to the bike this time is make sure I back off, make sure I'm not going too hard, especially this year because my training has been compromised. Uh, I, I want to really be more conservative on the bike out there. And if, if I give up uh, some time over previous runs, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, for me, it's I, I want to get to the run. I want to have a run where I'm not... Where I have pop. Not where I'm not. Where where's I have that little bit of a pop. I have a little bit. I'm not running as hard as I can and doing five-minute Ks. I want to be the point where I can do... Uh, that sub-5 pace, like a 4.30 pace, at least for 4.40 pace for uh, per kilometer, you know, something that would get me in that 46, 47-ish ranges. That's, that's kind of where I would like to be with this race is make sure I have that good run again. Uh, one of the things I've been able to do those previous years before COVID and everything was really uh, pace myself well in all three that I could have that good run at the end. And that's really going to be my goal for this race. Can I get that good run at the end. It doesn't have to be like a 45 minute. I'm not really worried about time. People people always ask, well, what's your goal time in a race? I don't have goal times anymore. I find goal times to be restricting. Uh, They have a tendency to suppress your results in a race because you end up worried about that time. Anything that might affect that time will be perceived negatively. And for me, I, I want to get out there and race. I want to be able to like be in the moment. Things are going to go wrong. They always go wrong. <laughs> Races are never perfect. Something's going to go wrong. I just want to be able to deal with that and not go, oh my gosh, that's going to affect my time negatively. That's not important. What's important is that I go out there and, and give the best race I can and, and not worry about the, the time aspects of it you know, it's still going to be challenging for me. Not only has my training been kind of a compromised beast, but like this whole week is going to be the whole week leading up to it's crazy, including the nights before, uh, I've got soccer games the Saturday before the race. And that night, one of my friends, he's celebrating his 50th birthday. I wonder they were, his wife had planned a surprise birthday dinner for him. And, uh, yeah, it was like a guys-only thing. and There's going to be a bunch of guys. Some of them I know. A lot of them I named. I probably don't. That's okay. It's going to be a surprise birthday party for, for him. He's a good friend. 50th, I have to go to that. There's no way I can miss that. Unfortunately, that's the night before the race. <laughs> uh, it always works out this way. Uh, my son also has a birthday party. He has to attend that night in Lexington. My hope is that we can... Uh, my wife and I can meet back up at home in Frankfurt that night around 9 or, or 10. <laughs> and then the, fortunately, my wife was going to drive me up there. Uh, we had a hotel room. We'll, we'll probably get in midnight, 1 in the morning. <laughs> uh, I'll only get getting about four or five hours of sleep that night before the race. That, that That's okay. I, I My goal now is to make sure I get a good night's sleep going into Friday and Saturday, make sure I, I really... Try to get because usually I only get about seven hours of sleep a night. I'm really going to look to see if I can get up to eight, see if I can get 16 hours those two nights before. As long as I stay kind of hydrated and have good fuel uh, going into uh, Sunday's race, the the limited sleep that night should not affect me too negatively. I've got to build up some positive uh, numbers for me, And and I could probably nap on the way up to the race. To, so i'm not completely exhausted from it but it is it is life throws a lot of challenges at you when you race, and that's why you can't really take it all too seriously and be too concerned about results you, you have to kind of be like okay life is gonna happen i'm gonna go out there and give my best and let's see what that looks like and that's what we're gonna do um, <laughs> we'll see how it goes and with that i'm gonna bring this episode to a close if you've uh if you're listening on iTunes, uh, give us a five-star rating. It's really important. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. Uh, if you uh, could, please subscribe. Uh, hit the bell. You'll be notified. We upload podcasts at least weekly. Hopefully we'll have other content. It's been a, a tough summer to try to get content out, but we'll, we'll see. We might be able to hopefully maybe squeeze some content in in a few weeks. And as always, yeah, if you're looking for a coach, give us a shout-out. We're at... Uh, go3sport.com and as always have a great day if you want to